Hey, Reach Paramount, welcome to our podcast. We really hope this message encourages and challenges you as you walk with the Lord every day. Enjoy this message. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Pastor Omar. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's good to be back. We missed you guys. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Shake off that old man. Praise God. I hope you're awake because he's going to wake you up if you're not. Amen. Anyway, we've been building up to this day. Uh, we took time to do a 40-day consecration. And if you don't know what that means, Pastor Rob can explain it. <laughs> the teacher. And um, it paid off. Because the Bible says, if you seek him, you will find him. Yes. Right? And that's what we were doing. We were seeking him for direction, answers, anointing, everything. And it paid off. Yes, it did. And this week, we felt something very powerful when we went to the Bonnie Bray house. And you're going to talk about it. But it also says that if you draw nigh unto God. That's the one. What will happen if you draw nigh unto God? He will draw Everybody you. knows what the word nigh means, right? Draw near to you. Right. Draw near. I mean, Pastor Rabbi <laughs> is teaching classes here. He's the rabbi. Yes, yes. The Rabboni. Rabboni. So, so when you draw nigh unto God, God draws near to you. Can I get somebody in here to wake up? I, you, know, you know, I can't see you because the lights are made. So, so when God draws nigh to you, something happens in the supernatural in the realm that you're in. Amen? So God is still alive and well. We brought a little clip, and I'm going to ask him to go ahead. I'm going to cue them. Yeah, right now, baby. Come on now. You and your bad self. That and a bag of chips, right? But wait, 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 wait. So, so you were standing in front of, uh, you went to Bonnie Bray? We went to the Bonnie Bray Street house. And if you don't know what that is, Pastor Rob can tell Rabbi. you. Rabbi. <laughs> we were redigging the old wells of revival. And um, I've been in a very dry place. Yes, even after serving God for 30, 40 years, we can still go through a dry place. They don't know what that's like. They, they don't know about that. <laughs> Who's ever been in a dry place? I don't see any hands. Okay, so I'm not the only one. And so I was, I was pleading with God, I need your fire. I need something. I need a touch. I, I, I just need something from you. And it happened in front of the Bonnie Bray house. It was so powerful that my chest felt like somebody was gripping it tight. And I just started weeping. Because the power of God met us there. Amen. There's a lot of residue at that house. Yes. From the revival that took place in 1906. Okay. The residue is still there. And something wonderful happened. And Sam will tell you about it. But if you are in a dry place, draw onto God and put, crucify your flesh. Because this is what's keeping us from receiving from him. Amen? Amen? Crucify the flesh and step out in faith, consecrate yourself, 
so that he can do something great for you. Because once you consecrate yourself, guess what? He's going to meet you. Yes. Okay? How many people want the Lord to meet them? Seriously. That, now, you know what? From, from a religious perspective, that's a, oh, that's a, good, that's a good question. Uh, Brother Sam, that's a good question. But I'm asking you that question seriously. Seriously. Ser- everybody say seriously. Like, can it get more serious than seriously? You guys are asleep this morning. Am I in the wrong church? Is this the church of the frozen chosen? Is Pastor Omar the keeper of the aquarium? You see where I'm going with this here? All right, I feel it coming down my spine. Praise the Lord. So seriously, do you really want God to show up? What what do you want God to do in your life? Amen. You have to sacrifice. You do have to sacrifice if you want to meet God, you know. And I hate that I cut the video short. Yeah, I hate you did that too because I was hoping you were my camera Because girl. it was the end that was powerful. Yes. But I cut it short, so sorry. Well, let's go down. And right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're going to step down, and then I'm going to ask you to run that clip. I would ask her if she was okay after she fell. Sobre todas estas cosas que pesan tu corazón, porque tú piensas mucho, pero tú no compartes lo que tú piensas. So, so let me let me give you a little background on that. So, as we were, we wanted to see some of the landmarks that we've heard all our lives that the Holy Spirit had touched down. Do you know, did you know that in California, and this is what I'm learning, I'm, I'm from New York, I'm from the Bronx, but there's a lot of places in California that remind me of home. Have you ever been to the Bronx? Looked like war-torn Germany when I was growing up, okay? When I took Lulu to my house, to where I lived in the projects, she looked up and she said, man, you were poor. We were upper lower class. So I was Paul, you see? But there are landmarks in California. There have been times and seasons that the Holy Spirit touched down in California. And there are areas where God had moved through different seasons. If you want to know more about that, ask Rabbi. (laughs) Amen? Amen. Now, I know that you're not going to sit in here all quiet, right? Because when you're not in church, you're loud. Right? So you don't need to come to church to be dignified and pious. All right? You know what I'm saying? When you're watching a football game, you're sitting there making all kinds of noise. Nobody can shut you up. But when you come to church, you clam up. What's happening? See, somebody said, what's happening? That's where I do my black brother. What's happening, man? What's going on? Hey, you know what I'm saying? What's happening, brother? What's happening, sister? So, so a little background. As we were pulling up in front of Bonnie Bray, the Bonnie Bray house, I was praying, Lord, do you have a signature in that house? Are you, do you still do and are you still going to do what you always do? Man, I feel the presence of the Lord. God, are you going to do what you always do? Does anybody in this house know what God does? Do you know? 
what God always does? <laughs> That's the King James for some of y'all that don't know it. So do you know what God always does? So as we're getting closer, I sense the presence of God strong. And Lulu starts praying, Lord, can you do it again? Can you do it again? Well, shortly after, there's this man walking through. And I look at that man and I smile at him, but he didn't smile back. And then I said to him, sir, you look like the weight of the world is on your shoulder. And he said, my wife died recently. And I left my country to come over here so I wouldn't be alone without my children because they encouraged me to come. He said, but California is hard. I have to work two jobs. He is this man, 74 years old, and he's telling me he has to work two jobs. One of them, he's a cook, and the other job, he's washing dishes. And I looked at him and I said, sir, do you mind if I pray for you? Can I pray for you? He said, of course. He said, of course, I, I don't mind that you pray for me. I would love for you to pray for me. So I prayed for him. And as I started praying for him, I prayed for the healing of the heaviness in his heart because he told me that his wife was his best friend and that he just lost his best friend. And we prayed for him. And he was so overwhelmed that he said, I have to go. And he covered his face with his jacket. And as he walked about 100 feet, he pressed his face against someone's fence and began weeping uncontrollably a hundred feet from me. So Lulu was overwhelmed by the presence of God. Somebody was willing to take the time to tell a total stranger, ask a total stranger, can I pray for you, sir? Can I be selfless for one moment and not worry about my life and reach out to another life, to reach out to another human being that's suffering and in pain and looking for help? I got to warn the first aisle here, the first section, you don't have your spit shields this morning. <laughs> one of you might get a hawker. <laughs> poor, poor, praise the Lord, poor. Don't get serious on me, guys. You know, the body of Christ has to be a joyful group. You know, we get so caught up in religion and legalism. We are so tightly wound. You know, we are just tightly wound. We need to be a relaxed group. When the world is falling apart, we need to know that God has got it. Come on, I want to hear a group that knows that God has got it. You know, I didn't come to baffle you and dazzle you and impress you. I'm actually nervous about you as a group. Some of y'all I don't even know. I see new faces in here. But do you know your God? I'm asking you a question. Do you know why I asked them to let me sit here? Because I always engage the group. Do you know your God? Do you know of God? Amen. See, some know of God and some don't know God. Some know of Jesus and some don't know Jesus. You got to go from knowing of him to knowing him. Yes. Amen? Amen? 
listen, let me pray right now. I'm going to pray and then we're going to go into the scripture. And then I want to share my heart, my spirit, right? What's in my spirit? What's in your spirit? Not what's in your wallet. What's in your spirit? What's in your spirit this morning? Are you asking yourself the crucial questions? So you sit here and you listen to somebody preach a sermon. What is that sermon doing for you? What words did we share from the word of God to provoke something in you that's never been provoked? Have you done something you've never done to get something you've never had? Are you going through the motions and spinning your wheels and working and toiling and going through suffering without hope and mercy and grace and compassion? Let's pray. Father, we thank you right now that you hear us. You know what's in our heart. You know what's in every one of us. You know what has to be said. You know what has to be done. And without you, we can do nothing. We can see nothing. We can believe nothing. We're empty vessels without you. We're lost without you. We're totally dependent on you, Father. And we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And God's people said? Amen. Amen. And God's people said? Amen. Amen. So you know what I'm looking to? I'm looking forward to a day where I go to a church and nobody has to tell somebody sitting in the pew, let's give the Lord a hand clap. Amen. He's like, hey man, that's talking to me, man. Let's, let's praise the name of the Lord in this house. Right? It's always the preacher that's telling somebody, let's glorify the Lord. See, I'm really a white dude with a black dude inside. You see what I'm saying? You like that, brother? Hey, man. It's a compliment. It's a compliment. Grow up in the South Bronx, you get along with everybody. But to have a day in church where everybody knows that the majesty of God is present. All right? You know, come to church and just... gum like cows. <laughs> Amen? Amen? Yeah. Amen? Oh, this ain't the crowd. This, this ain't the crowd. <laughs> Sound like Dangerfield. Oh, this ain't the crowd. <laughs> About over there, coming into the house of God and saying, this is holy ground. Yeah. This is holy ground. This is, this is holy ground. This is where my kids get saved. Amen. This is where my kids got saved. Amen. This is where I was set free from crack, Amen. cocaine. This is where I was set free from gangs. This is where I was set. This is where God broke into my heart and brought down the strongholds and ripped them apart. This is where all the high places inside me come down. Like I said, I didn't come over here to impress you. I am not a good preacher. Don't ever, Brother Sam, that was a good message. I don't know. You must be smoking something because it wasn't. <laughs> we are only used by the grace of God. It is the mercy of God that any of us can be used. You know, I find my value and my significance in the Lord. You know, I don't have worth until I meet Jesus. Come on, folks. 
Come on, folks. What were you set free from? What were you set free from? What did you forget that you were set free from? What did you forget you got all cleaned up and polished and now you don't know where you've been and what you were set free from? And you, from, 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 I need water. From. You don't know where you were set free from? Amen? I don't know about you, but every day I remember that I was set free from something. And every day that I get closer to Jesus, every day I get closer to Jesus, there's something new to learn about Jesus. Y'all getting sick and tired of Jesus? Huh? Talk to me. Watch me. Talk to me, folks. Ow! Wake up, beat the drum. Beat the drum. Somebody's got to make noise in the kingdom. Somebody's got to be a thorn on your side. Somebody has to ruffle your feathers. Somebody got to tell you the truth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's looking at me like, whoa, dude, that, you must be my cousin. Somebody got to tell you the truth. Right? People getting offended all the time. I have a recommended book for all of y'all. John Bevere. What's the title of the book? The Bait of Satan. You know what it's all about? Offenses. Offenses. We're not talking about fences like chain link fence. I know about that stuff. What did you get delivered from? What do you, let me tell you something, folks. You could put on your best face in church. You can come to church and act like you got it together. But I'm going to tell you something about Brother Sam. He don't have nothing together. You understand me? You don't have nothing together. We got nothing without Jesus. When I was standing in front of, when I, front of, there's something wrong with me. When I was standing in front of, when I was standing in front of Bonnie Bray and I started praying for that old man, I realized one more time that God wants unselfish Christians. Come on, folks. Come on, folks. They can't be the only ones that get it. Y'all back there, wake up, 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 wake up. Wake up spiritually. Do you know what time it is? I'm running out of time. Do you know what time it is? Do y'all know what time it is in the kingdom of God? When the world is going crazy and turned upside down, when all hell's breaking loose, when everybody's buying into a lie, when good is evil and evil is good, this is the church's finest hour. Oh, I felt that, man. My heart started racing to 130. Seriously, I felt it when I said, this is the church and finest I felt my heart going, dunga, 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 dunga. <laughs> the church is not anemic. Amen. You don't have to give the church iron or put it on medicine like y'all folks. You don't have to worry about the church getting cholesterol and too 
lazy and too fat and scared to fight a battle. Do you understand the time and season it is? Do you understand that Jesus wants you to wake up and stop going to church with the same old stuff? You know what I'm saying? Did you see my face? With the same old stuff? Yes, yeah. There's something that God is expecting every one of you to do. Every one of you has a number in heaven. Every one of you has been identified as an individual that Jesus Christ paid a price for. Amen? You say, he ain't been reading the scripture yet. Y'all leave me alone. I'm going to read the scripture in a minute. You could ask the people in the booth. I gave them scriptures way before I got here. You should see these guys wore me out with all these emails. What kind of coffee do you want? Do you walk sideways or do you walk do you walk backwards? Where do you want to sit? Is the temperature just right for you in the corner of the back on the lower level? Did anybody tell you we have a parking space for you? Because if they didn't, we're telling you now. So I go into the office and I look at Pastor Omar and I said, boy, you guys really got this service thing down to a pack, man. You guys have really knocked it out of the ballpark with this. But I'm going to ask you about a different kind of service. You can do all kinds of things in church. You can have all kinds of positions and all kinds of titles. But are you doing what the Lord has called you to do? Are you doing what the Lord has called you to do? what the Lord has called you to do. What is your excuse not to? Why do we complain about the hell and the suffering and the, tr- the terror and the trials and the tribulations? Praise the Lord. If you don't know anything about South Carolina, you can go from the Bronx and learn how to slow down. What has the Lord done for you today, brother? Praise the Lord. Amen. Can I get a witness in here? (laughs) What is God asking you to do individually? We're always praying for the Lord. Lord, come on down. Come on down. Come on down, Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost come on down. We sing our songs and we preach our sermons. But what are you doing individually with Jesus? What are you doing individually with Jesus? What? Is Jesus radicalizing in your life? What is Je- what strongholds do you have to be set free from? What's in your closet that needs to be exposed? What is it about your life that you have not yet surrendered to your Savior? The work of the Holy Spirit is to expose all evil. The work of the Holy Spirit is to expose all of the hidden dangers lurking inside your mind. I can't even begin to tell you the times that I've been told as a counselor, Brother Sam, I have a secret life. I live a secret life. If the brothers and sisters in the church knew what I think and the the Jackson (laughs) fire. If they only knew it, they would not be my friend. Many of us come to church and we're suffering inside. We're, we're, our heart is heavy, heavy, heavy. That's how come we come up to the altar 25 times a year. When what we need is a touch of Jesus and deliverance to come through. 
isn't a man on this planet that doesn't wrestle with trials and tribulations. I had some trials. I had some tribulations too. I've had some challenges. Why this whole two or three years has been challenged with my health. Do you know that you could be sick and be God's friend? Come on, you didn't live. Nobody want to be sick, you I asked Pastor Rob, I said, man, when I drink coffee in the morning, brother, I have a tendency of burping a lot. Is the microphone going to pick it up? He said, yeah, just excuse yourself. Bronk. You can laugh. So the real question here is, what are you doing individually with Jesus? Come on. Oh, you thought I was just preaching. I was going to actually talk to you. But I wanted you to talk to me. It's about engaging. Come on, folks. It's about engaging. Do you want a sanitized gospel with limitations? Or do you want the hands of the brothers and sisters touching you, growing you, believing in you, holding you by the arms, picking you up, encouraging you? That's why the Bible says iron sharpens iron. You understand? Did you ever see iron hitting against iron? It creates a spark. Where's the spark? Come on. Come on, folks. Where is the spark? What are you? What have you done for me lately? Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> Ow! Anything to get somebody's attention. Wake up! The Bible says, Awake thou that sleepest. Rise from the dead. And the Lord shall give thee light. I would like them to put up Romans 30, Romans 8, 35, and 39. I've been studying Romans, and uh, there's a lot of stuff in Romans. Everybody say there's a lot of stuff in Romans. How do you know there's a lot of stuff in Romans? What you talking about? Go ahead, say it again. There's a lot of stuff in Romans. How do you know about Romans? Huh? What's in Romans? Somebody talk to me. What's in Romans? A lot of stuff. That guy's catching on. A lot of stuff, right? Do you really believe that God wants Christians to walk around with a coffee pot face? Do you really believe that the word of God has been designed in such a way that when you apply it to your life, you are a sourpuss, bitter, bound, angry, walking through life, day in and day out doing the same old same old thing or do you really believe with all your heart that the word was designed in such a way that the moment you began reading it and taking it in God was going to do a project on you a number on you right so so I came to the conclusion am I shouting am I screaming too loud brother all right all right, you tell me back there if I'm screaming too loud. If I'm talking too loud, you let me know, yeah? <laughs> like if you hear me saying something loud enough where, look, I'm sorry, I just saw something come out of my mouth and <laughs> hit you on the shoulder, sister. That's the Lord coming down on you. That's the Lord. 
If I'm shouting and talking too loud about the word, you let me know and I'll keep it down, brother. Seems to me when we walk through the streets and we go places, we should be loud enough to share the gospel with somebody. I went into a restaurant, I went with my wife to a restaurant in Columbia, South Carolina. Not Columbia. You know, Spanish country, you know what I'm saying? It was Columbia, South Carolina, and this man walks in with a red hat. And it said, make Jesus great again. I wanted to snatch that hat off of him and hit him in the head with it. You can't make Jesus great again. Now, you might want to make something great again that's not great anymore, but Jesus is great. Jesus could do great all by himself. And even if you didn't think he was great, he's still great. Right? Like the atheists, when they say they ain't no God, prove it. I said, okay, you prove that there ain't no God. And I'll wait. And when you prove there ain't no God, I'll prove there is a God because you dumb. <laughs> he makes dumb people too. He's <laughs> like, that's me, that's me. That's me, brother Sam. Make Jesus great again. Look, I said, look, I know what he's trying to do. I didn't have a critical spirit. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't look at me like that. You call people dumb too. <laughs> Some of y'all think the people sitting next to you is dumb. That's why I recommend the book from John Bevere about offenses. Because if you're going through a life with offenses, trials, and tribulation, and there is no relief, the gospel that you're learning, the gospel that you're reading, isn't working for you. So the question has to be asked. Can I ask y'all a question? This is an anemic crowd. Don't get offended with me. Jesus told me to tell you that. It's in the word. He said he didn't want any lukewarms. Right? The Bible said where the worm dieth not. You always wonder. I'm going on a rabbit trail. I just want to let you know. In the words of Foghorn Leghorn, I'm going on a rabbit trail here, son. Lukewarm. Is he really wanting you lukewarm? So do you think he wants you making noise like a Pentecostal or does he really want to revolutionize you individually? So really, that's what I've been focused on. I focus on. My wife, she writes books, right? So when I talk to her, she's always correcting my English. <laughs> He's laughing, right? That's funny. Praise the Lord, that's funny. So, 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 lukewarm is unacceptable. So you and I have to do something to get out of lukewarm. What are we going to do? Can can we talk? Why y'all saying we could talk and y'all looking at me like, where's he going with this? (laughs) Lukewarmness. He will what? So anytime you feel lukewarm, just imagine Jesus going. 
because it don't set right with him. He would rather have a cold drink or a hot drink. Right? Jesus would rather ingest something cold or hot. All right? Because you're making a decision now. Right? You're making a decision to get hot. But some of y'all have convinced yourselves that you're not going to be used by God. See? But I talk to people at work. All right? Let's go to Romans 8.35. Who? I ain't no owl. <laughs> Who? Y'all say it with me. Who? Who? Louder. Who? Say it again. Who? I refuse to believe that the second service is filled of the Lord. <laughs> shall separate us from the love of Christ? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Come on now. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Say it again. Do you believe that? Y'all in the back don't believe it. I don't believe you believe it. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress? Have anybody in here been distressed? Come on now, folks. Come on, talk to me. You don't have to go to CVS every time you get distressed. You can go to Jesus. I worked in the psychiatric hospital. We're still up there. Leave it up there. I worked in the psychiatric hospital for 18 years. 88% of the people interned in the psychiatric hospital were Southern Baptists. That was a fertile ground for me to witness about the power and saving grace of Jesus Christ. And they were able to see the power of the Holy Spirit demonstrated. I went into patient rooms and I cast out devils. I don't work there no more so I can say it on the air. (laughs) See? And nobody ever bothered me because I was one of they call those ad hoc preachers. They knew I was a minister. I was an administrator, but they knew I was a minister. So I would walk around looking for prey. Yes. Two preys, you know, prayer, predatorial, yeah, and if you know, get them. And then prayer, so it's like a double whammy, you know what I'm saying? Was that too hard for you? One guy's going like this, look, one. Free. Is this too much for you? Because I'll end it. I got six minutes left. What is going on in this church? Are you aware? (laughs) What's up, bro? What's your name? Eddie. Eddie, praise the Lord. Somebody praise the Lord for Eddie. (laughs) Eddie. Eddie, don't settle for less. Come to the master's table. Don't settle for scraps. Don't settle for scraps. Don't settle for scraps, Eddie. Eddie, break the ceiling, brother. Break the ceiling and blaze a trail. Be a powerhouse. Be a force to reckon with. Don't let the enemy tell you you do not have a calling from God. Don't let the enemy bamboo. Don't let that wasn't tongues. Don't let the don't let the 
the enemy tell you got to distinguish the difference between nonsense and tongues? <laughs> don't let the enemy tell you that you don't have a calling in your life. You were brought in here with a reason. You were brought in here for a reason. You were brought in here with a reason and for a reason. This is the place that God is supposed to provoke you. This is the place that God is encountering you. This is the place where you're supposed to learn how to read the word. This is the place where you learn how to pray. This is the place where you learn how to declare the word of God and say, nothing can separate me from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. No persecution. Has anybody in here ever been persecuted? Come on, tell me now. I got people looking at me crazy because I'm a Christian. Do you know that Christianity has been outlawed in the United States of America? Y'all been sleeping. Wow. Don't get me. I don't do the political thing, you know. Yeah, I do. No, I don't. (laughs) Christianity is being outlawed in the United States of America. Wake up. Businesses and institutions are frowning on anybody that's a Christian. So they're tightening the rope a little bit at a time. And then one day you're going to wake up and say, why didn't the Lord warn me? He's been warning you forever. From the day you got set free. From the day Jesus set you free from the chains. When the blood of Jesus covered you and sealed you with the Holy Spirit in Ephesians 1, 13. Do you understand what I'm saying? What are you doing with your time? If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. If you're sick and tired of suffering and having no way out. It's important to ask Christ to set you free from the chains that have you bound. The word of God has to become a reality in your life. You have to go from reading the word to doing the word. Amen. And the Holy Spirit is your comforter. From the moment you give your life to Jesus, it's the Holy Spirit's assignment to begin teaching you, instructing you, correcting you, waking you up, and telling you every day, be thankful you woke up today. Famine. Anybody know what it's like to get hungry? I remember when we were growing up, we were poor. I used to watch the mayonnaise bottle and the ketchup bottle fighting each other in the fridge. (laughs) The guy's looking at me saying, I don't do mayo. (laughs) Don't be satisfied with Christianity and religion. Be a revolutionary. Be an ambassador. It is written. As it is written, see that for your sake, we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Do you understand what that means? That the moment you got saved, Jesus' job and the Holy Spirit's job is to kill your flesh. Amen. Say, amen. amen. There's a price to pay. Amen. Y'all don't want to pay the price because it requires work. And we've become a generation of handouts, hand-me-downs. The government is giving more money away than you can shake a stick at. Nobody wants to work. And the Bible says that work is honorable. Do you understand?
understand what's happening. You're being lulled into a sleep state. Give me that, give me that, give me that, give me that. Yeah, give me that. I'll take it, I'll take it. It's free. Come on, give it to me. What does the Bible say? The wages of sin is death, right? So you had to work to be a sinner. You've been working to be a sinner from the day you were born. You're like, I'm going to be in the academy of sin. (laughs) Children are born liars. We are born thieves. We are born murderers. Do you understand? We are a lost civilization. This is a complicated message. I don't know I could do this on the second sermon, so I might as well just pack up and go home. (laughs) Do you understand how horrible that is? It's horrifying. Everybody say horrifying. horrifying. If you're not sick and tired of being a liar, a thief, a cheat, and a murderer, and a backstabber, an offender, a gossiper, if you're not sick and tired of that, you are in love with your career. Think about that. Somebody think about it. Have you been thinking? Y'all, I'm asking you a question. Uh, Is that rhetorical? (laughs) Have you been thinking? What do you think about? Are you thinking about the next show that's coming on? Or I'm missing this, or I gotta go eat, or I gotta, and, and here the gospel's being presented to you to set you free from some of the most horrific demonic spirits that are in the other realm working 24 7 to kill you. Yeah, amen. Romans. Next one. Yet, somebody say yet. Yeah. In all these things. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Who loved us? Who loved us? Who loves you? Who loves you? Who's your daddy? (laughs) Just like the Lord is my daddy. Praise the Lord. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death Everybody read it with me. Nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. Do you realize that he ended that verse? That verse has ended with whatever else can come your way to dethrone you, dismantle you, to wreck you, will have no power over you. Some of us are still sitting there like, impress me. Say something to rock me. You got nerve. I wanted to do that. (laughs) Being nervous about telling the truth. People don't tell the truth anymore. We're, We're in the minus now, right? I'm King Minus. So nobody has to impress anybody when the fires of hell are roaring. 
Nobody wants to tell the truth anymore. People are afraid to witness. Don't be afraid to witness. You know there's a calling in your life. There's a calling in your life. You're supposed to be going through the sifting. God wants to sift you in his and he wants to separate what's not his. Yeah, I'm talking to you. He's like, oh. I didn't do it. He wants to show you some amazing things about your character. That's why he brought you. So you could become a different person. Revolutionary. Mission oriented. You're concerned about the organizational skills you lack in your life. And he's providing them for you. He's going to show you the easy path. There's a hard path. He's taking you off of that path putting you on his path because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. He's our comforter. So he comforts us. You're not alone. You're not alone. You feel like you're in the fight all by yourself. Yeah. But your prayer life's about to go to a different level. The release is coming. The the revelation, the understanding, the insight. Take advantage of it. Run with it. Run with what God is telling you to do. Don't give up. Don't give up. Do not give up. Stand strong. Stand firm. Immovable. He hears your plea. Your cry. It's a silent scream. It's a silent scream. Nobody hears it because you're very private. But it's a silent scream and he hears it. He hears everything. I see a door opening and you're walking through it and God is going to meet you on the other side of that door. Okay? And don't give up. Don't you dare give up. There's blessings on that side where he's at. Okay? He's been calling you for a long time. You have to go through stuff to get here. Right? Stuff brought you here. But stuff is not going to get you. Okay? Because you're going to have victory. Victory. Your future is in his hands. You worry too much. You worry. Too, it's eating you up. Let's pray for the Lord to heal you. Can I touch your head? Father, in the name of Jesus, I come against every demonic and diabolical scheme against my sister in the name of Jesus. I command that traffic jam to go and I pray for clarity and for a release for your voice in the name of Jesus. Touch her right now, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. In fact, he's going to heal your wounds. Lots of wounds, lots of wounds, lots of disappointments. But the hour of hope, the hour of deliverance has come. In the mighty name of Jesus, be delivered by the power of the Holy Spirit. And you're going to see the hand of God working in your life. See the hand. The Lord says, the Lord says that his plans are more important than yours. Stop throwing in the towel. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
If you don't, you should say, brother, I don't understand. But God wants to bless you. You speak Spanish? Él te quiere bendecir. Él quiere abrir puertas para ti. Okay? No sigas tirando la toalla. Confía en Dios. Anda en Dios. Confía en Dios. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Healing. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for healing. Healing, emotional healing in the name of Jesus. Emotional healing in the name of Jesus. May I touch your forehead? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I command all afflictions, mental, emotional, to go in Jesus' name. Satan, you have no authority over her life right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. There are many people that have come to these services seeking refuge. That's the word that I'm getting from the Spirit. Seeking refuge. What will you do with the refuge you get? How will you respond to the safety that God is providing for you? Do you know that there is safety in numbers? There's safety in numbers. It's been a long season in your life. A long season. Do you know how much he loves you? Do you know how much peril he kept you from? If you would have seen the angels protecting you when you were out there doing what you had to do. And now there's a man calling you to his table to sup with him. The question is, are you too bad to do it? See? Are you too bad to do it? To sit at the master's table. If you are, you're not the man I think you are. But see, he showed me the finished product. You're supposed to be knocking the gates of hell over. Okay? You're supposed to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You're supposed to be an ambassador. Because everywhere you go will be holy ground. No more chump change. Amen? Amen? Praise God? Amen. Let's praise the Lord. Kamayu. Kamayu. Jesus wants to use you. It's all over you. There's fire all over you. Jesus wants to use you, Kamayu. He wants to use you because there's a certain sphere of influence that you have. And he wants you to exchange the influence you have for the one that he wants to give you. He wants you to be a soul winner, a fisher of men. Do you understand what I'm saying? So he's actually wanting to promote you from where you're at. Because where you're at is getting you nowhere. Stuck. Like a truck in mud. Spinning your wheels. And you got nothing to show for it. Is this a lie? Is this the truth? So when are you going to answer the call? Is there anything keeping you from answering the call? What's more important than Jesus? What's more than eternal life? What's more important than that? So accept. Accept. Stop running. Stop running. Stop running, right? Stop running. Stop running. Who's running? Is there anybody in here running? Yo, who's fronting? 
who's fronting, who's, who's making believe they serve God. It's your time now to step out of the woodwork and surrender, all right? You're complaining about your life. You're complaining about your situation. You're complaining about your circumstances and you do nothing about it. That's insanity. I'm gonna open the altar for anybody that wants to surrender their life to Christ. He's calling, he's calling. There's a flood coming for you. There's like a flood of healing waters. The Holy Spirit wants to regenerate your soul. Why do you want to live in a state of disappointment? No more. Are you willing to do everything he asks you to do? Okay. Did this word cut through your heart? Amen. You know who that is? The Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit has been protecting you from danger. You can't keep running toward danger if he's setting you from it. Amen. Keep doing what you're doing. God wants to use you tremendously. But he doesn't want you in the shadows. Open your mouth and he will fill it. Okay? All right, because you're serious. You're, I mean, that's good. That's a good thing. Okay? You care about what you do. Well, it's time for you to care about what he wants you to do. Amen? Amen? No more. No more wavering between. You know what I'm saying? Why? What is it out there that's, you know, this is the part that becomes offensive. Blessed is he who is offended. You're going to be offended by the gospel, right? Right? You've come a long way, sir. God is good to you. He's good to you. And you know it. It's like honey in the soul. Amen? Amen? Get a fresh wind of the Holy Ghost. Get a fresh wind. Can I touch you? You know, you don't just touch anybody. You know what I'm saying? You got to get their permission nowadays. Father, in the name of Jesus, every, every wound, every negative word spoken against you, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray for healing and restoration right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, the Lord is putting you on his radar for something different. It's important for you to get with your leaders to find out what that is. Amen? Promotion is coming. Why are you fearful? Why are you fearful about the future? Why are you worried about the future? You don't have to be worried about the future. They brought you here for a reason. Do you know who they are? Messengers of God that brought you here. Amen? Because the path of destruction was right there for you. But God wants to use you. Time to find out what he wants you to do. No more sleeping. Think about that. Dude, wouldn't you want a friend like me to tell you the truth? You want to be my friend? Okay, great. You got a buck? <laughs> Amen? Amen? Healing, 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 healing. Me emotional healing right now. Spirit of depression, you have no authority over her. I command you to go right now, you foul spirit, lying devil. The devil is a thief and a murderer. I command you to get your hands off of her. I bind the spirits of sorcery and witchcraft. In the name of Jesus. You have no authority in Jesus' name. I rebuke every foreign spirit. Every 
every demonic spirit from the botanica in the name of Jesus has to go. Forces of evil, lies, incantations, and sorcery, manipulation and control, you have no authority. The Lord has been asking you to do something for him for years, and you have been running from the call. It's time for you to answer that call because there's something great he wants you to accomplish. Amen? Amen. No more. Let the pastors do it. They are the leaders. They know it's time for you to link up with your leaders to find out what does God want me to do? Amen? He's going to speak to you because you have a desire to hear his voice. And now the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you that he loves you, that he cares about you, and it doesn't matter who has rejected you. It doesn't matter who has spoken ill of you. Go to him. Go to him. Invisible. You feel invisible every day. You feel invisible. Is this true? You feel invisible. You're worthless. The enemy tells you that every day. You're worthless. You're useless. You don't fit in. Nobody likes you. Nobody cares for you. You're not beautiful. Kill yourself. Those are all lies. 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 Is this true? Okay. If it's not, you guys have to speak up. Amen. Misting. The Lord loves you with a passion. Oh, he's been calling you. There's been a voice pulling you into the kingdom of God, but the world has pulled you to it, and he's wanting to set you free from it. Because he wants you to have longevity of life and he wants to bless your path. But there's a certain fear you have of God. And he's using that little fear you have of him to speak to you right now. Because you really are a gentle soul outside of that shell you've created. Amen. Dude, I see you as a gentle giant, man. There's something that God wants to do in your life. He wants to do it so bad. He has been talking to you in the last six months. Six months. And you have been feeling this deep conviction, but you don't know who to turn to and what to do. Is this true? If it isn't, brother, say it. Okay? He loves you. What's your name? Stephen. Just like Stephen in the Bible... He wants you to testify of the goodness of God, but you can't testify, testify about something that hasn't happened yet. So now's your time, Stephen, to step in because when you step in, she's going to be healed. Amen? Because the chaos is too much. The confusion is too much. Can I pray for you, bro? I'm going to touch you. Okay, I'm going to touch your beautiful ball head. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, I command this confusion to go in the mighty name of Jesus. Stephen, be healed in Jesus' precious name. Be healed, Stephen, in Jesus' precious name. Be healed from anger and bitterness in the name of Jesus. Let it go, bro. Let it go, bro. Stop holding on. It's Jesus cried when Lazarus died. You know, that didn't make him feminine. All right, stop fronting, man. Let it go, bro. Just release it right now, bro. It's cool. It's cool. It's good. It's good. Let it go, bro.
Cast your burdens on the Lord right now. There you go, bro. That's breakthrough right there, bro. In the name of Jesus, bro, let it go. Don't worry about it. Ain't nobody here going to criticize you. I'm a wimp too. Praise the Lord. Come on now. Come on now. Let's praise God, everybody. Praise God. Praise God in the name of Jesus. Can I pray for you, brother? In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, Father, for the release of your Holy Spirit, brother. Get in full force. Get in full force. Get in full force. You know what that means? You were in full force while you were sinning and you were a reckless man. Well, now that you're coming into the kingdom of God, bro, you got to be a wrecking ball for Christ. A wrecking ball for Christ. Amen. Do not fear. Do not fear. I got it. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I would be lying if I told you. I heard the Holy Spirit say, I got it. What does that mean? He's got something that you've been praying about, right? Is it true? Yeah, so I got it. Makes sense to you, but not me. Amen? Amen? Whoa, fear. Fear in the name of Jesus. Fear. I come against fear in the name of Jesus. Fear is not your friend. Fear is not your friend. Disappointment has been your walking buddy. Disappointment has been your walking it's time for disappointment to go. It's time for healing. I will be going up to the altar right now. I'm open that altar up. Everybody wanting prayer? If not, you can just sit here and we'll pray and close. Hello, hello, testing. Brother, when? When are you gonna go? When are you gonna do? Why are you a spectator? You are a spectator to a lot of things. He's calling you to make you a fisher of men. Ma'am, don't give up. Keep praying. Keep praying. What does that mean to you? You pray a lot. Yeah, you're constantly praying and you feel like none of those prayers are getting answered. Is this true? Okay, you feel like you're getting nowhere with God. This lady's a little bit nervous that I might say something to her, but it's too late. You're going to get singled out. There's a gift that the Lord has given you. Do you know what it is? Do you know what the gift is? Hospitality. You're hospitable. Okay? You're organized too. Is this true? To the point where it wears everybody out. Okay? Use it. Use it. Be counted. Be involved. He's thinking his head saying, yeah, that's right. He's got her pegged. <laughs> Amen. Keep praying. Answers are coming. Serve the Lord. Stop running. Amen. Why do you think I brought you here? Huh? Why do you think I brought you here? Hmm? To listen to me today. Did you give your life to the Lord? Ben, you want some power? time to get it. Can I touch you? Father, in the name of Jesus, fill my brother with the power of your Holy Spirit and baptize him in fire and use him as an ambassador in bonds as you did Paul. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. What's your name? Jose. Jose. God bless you. Let me pray for you, Jose. Father, I come against any confusion and anything that will hinder Jose from serving you. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Amen.
Amen, 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 amen. God is working. Did, you, did this message affect you? What did you feel? You felt peace? All right, did this message affect you? Did it affect you? Did it make sense? Was it crazy? You could tell me. You'll be my best friend because I don't have too many friends that tell the truth, huh? Amen. What's your name? Austin. Let me pray for you. Oscar, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for Oscar and ask you to bless him and open doors for him in Jesus' precious name. Financial doors. There's financial issues. He's going to bless you and open doors for you. Serve him, Oscar, wholeheartedly in the name of Jesus. May I pray for you? Father, I pray right now for peace and belonging. He wants me to tell you that you belong. That your search is over. And that if you open your heart, he's going to show you something you didn't see. It's hidden. Well, now he wants to reveal it. You're very opinionated. Okay? It's your way or the highway. That's about to change. That's about to change. Are you willing to accept that? Amen. Now's the time to surrender. Okay? Sister, be strong. Okay? You've been a good friend. Not many appreciate that. But God does. And he sees what you're doing. Okay? Prayer life. And he'll release. He'll release. He'll revolutionize your life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, you want me to say it in Spanish? Okay. All right, I'm bilingual. I don't look it, right? I look like a abuelo. What is it? A, a white boy? Amen. Serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. How many young people in here? Look at all these young people. Serve the Lord. Revolutionize this neighborhood. Amen? Amen? You're asking God for something. There's a prayer. You have a prayer to the Lord. It's a very important prayer. He's going to answer that prayer. It's real urgent. Oh, my gosh. It's real urgent. And he's going to answer that prayer. He wants tell you to rest in him. Okay? Rest in him. He brought you here for a reason. He's exposing you to holy people. Amen? Amen? Is this true, sister? Are you praying for something important? It's like way up there on the top of your list. Way up there. He doesn't tell me what it is. He's just saying, right? Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. When the enemy comes against you, don't give up. All right? You're not just an usher. Okay? Satan doesn't like you. Right? Have you not noticed that he doesn't like you? Are you good? Do you feel good about that? All right. We should all feel good that Satan doesn't like us. How many Christians here want Satan to like them? How many Christians here want to kowtow to the enemy? Amen? Amen. So nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Right? Do you know that? All right, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Are you going to do anything about it? I think they're telling me. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy and your loving kindness. We thank you, Father, for your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, let it bear fruit. Let it bear fruit. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Thank you, Lord. 
Thanks so much for listening to this message from Reach Church Paramount. To stay connected with us, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Reach Paramount. To give and support this podcast and ministry, visit our website at reachparamount.com slash give.